Hi, friend. Thank you for joining us at Pasture Experience Podcast. This podcast, inspired by Psalm 23, is a safe space to be honest with yourself, experience the Trinity on your own pasture journey, and join our soul-nourishing conversations wherever you are on your spiritual path. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope that you feel encouraged and known. Well, hello, friends. I am here with one of my favorite people on the planet. One? Okay. I mean, the, the most okay. important person yeah. on the planet. <laughs> uh, my husband, Brian. Um, I'm excited for us to share a little bit of our journey and um, how we're redefining faith and favor and all the things. So um, I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your day. Absolutely. It's fun to be here. We'll behave. Yes. Yes, we will. Um, okay, so I always start off asking my guests, um, where, where are you most resonating with your journey right now in the pasture in Psalm 23? Hmm. I knew this question was coming. You did. Yes. We talked about last night on the couch. I, and I was listening to it on the way here. <laughs> hmm. So I could be, I was cramming actually. <laughs> <laughs> In all honest and truthfulness. Um, no, I, w- I really wanted to, you know, knowing that psalm, it's a psalm that a lot of people, the church uses and it's something, but really being intentional and saying, hey, God, where where am I? Like, hmm. not just going based off of my knowledge of it, but really trying to identify um, where am I in that, in that, in that prayer that is, you know, is being, you know, mm-hmm prayed um and i'm gonna throw you a curveball and i'm gonna say that i resonated with the whole thing okay and i think the through line of the process and the journey that god has me specifically individually on is um i really see that psalm and what what is being said is that no matter what you 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 know you make me lie down, you, you know, give me the table, you know, um, through um, the difficult parts of every life. Ultimately, the sum of all of it is that um, God is the one in control. Yeah. God is the one that is present. God is with you. And he is the one that is um, there. And so that is where I'm at. And so that's where I, that's where I was really hard to say, which part? And that probably has to do with a lot of my makeup, too, because I can't decide. Uh, that is, that is, that is true. true. <laughs> it is true. No, but it really, I was really thinking about it because I was like, okay, which one? Where am I at? Just because I, I was really trying to be intentional mm-hmm. about that. And I really, at the end of it, was like, I feel like I'm learning all of those things all at the same time. Yeah. Like, it is, this has been, specifically these last couple of years, the journey that um, that I'm specifically on. I know we both are on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, through every step, um, that is what I'm learning. Hmm. I think what the psalmist, the psalmist is trying to say. You're, you're, you're experiencing his nearness in all seasons, all different parts of that, of life in the pasture. I'm hearing. Yeah, I do it perfectly. So like, no, I don't No, That's the part. Like, I think that's what, that's what I'm learning is in every, in all seasons. Yeah. That's, that's the point. So it's like, what do I resonate with? I resonate the fact that my temptation in the difficulty is to believe and to think that where is God? Mm. He's not near. He's not anywhere mm-hmm. present. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the message I hear is that, you know, does he love me? Does he care for me? Um, and I want a, the sense of control. Um, but really, 
I think God has been doing the work through difficult, through circumstances and through, you know, through moments of lying down and um, that it really is about um, knowing that God is present, knowing that God is near. Hmm. So that to me is where I really resonated with it and that's where I'm at. Yeah, I love that. A little rule breaker. Um, I thought it'd be fun if we could share our journey about what kind of stirred us to start asking, you know, what if we did everything different and, and how we're experiencing a lot of the mystery and mm. not needing to have the answers um, in the journey. Um, do you want to, do you want to How far back that? do I go? What do I, at I what mean, point? I mean, like current, like we, we only have a little, a little brief nugget. So oh, okay. Yeah, so we're not so, going yeah, all, like, all the way back. Mm-hmm. The journey of where we're currently at, man. Um, Maybe even specifically just sharing about um, our heartbeat for hospitality and kind of doing church outside of yeah church and but wherever however you want to share yeah well it started several years ago and um, you know going to to college um, for the the pursuit of ministry I remember even you and I were in the car together at one point at our dating our courtship. Um, and I had said, <laughs> or courtship, whatever that is. Um, and so, um, I was gonna say I kissed dating goodbye, but that's no, that, we didn't. no, no, we, we, we didn't. We definitely didn't do and that. Don't, yeah, okay, whatever. anyway. Um, and so, <laughs> um, so I, I remember telling you like, Hey, I really feel that, um, the reason why I'm here at school, this is what I got as for my life is that I'm going to the ministry mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, are you cool with that? Mm-hmm. Cause if you're not, then then peace out. Then, then, then we need to talk about that. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, like, I, I don't want to pull the car, carpet out from underneath you. Um, and you you were like, I'm on. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And so that was a green light. And so then I married you. And um, <laughs> uh, there was more time in between that and dating and other life. But, you know, in that, we, I mean, we, I was at the church, working within the church, primarily youth ministry, doing that whole Mm-hmm. type of thing you and I and um it took us to different parts there was adventure in that I definitely see God's hand in mm-hmm. actually moving us away from family and how it um really solidified who we were as people yeah um and not just uh, individuals mm-hmm. and you know that leaving cleave thing like that was an, it was just a great time for mm-hmm. us to kind of be on our own journey together mm-hmm. away from our family but then definitely moved back for the, for the reason of family about to, you know, had her, had Tanner for son and, um, in ministry. But I think it became at a time where, um, there's challenges, you know, working at church isn't perfect. Um, and if you have not uh, learned that, yes, churches aren't perfect. And, and, um, and sometimes they can be the most hurtful places too. Um, and, but just through challenges of working at, at different churches and different places, um, asking bigger questions of like, okay, what is calling? Mm. What is, where is my identity? Is this what you desire for me? Is this what you meant when I, when I definitely believe God called me into ministry and eventually, you know, as our, as our family, cause it's definitely a family thing. Mm-hmm. I, I really, through you though, God was in, and I noticed through your dad, you know, passing, um, that I know that he always started waking in you. Yeah. And at first, 
you started asking some big questions. What was one of the big questions that I... <laughs> what happens if we did everything different? You know, something like that. Like, I need trees. And I remember these dreams you would have. And we were living in Orange County at the time. And um, you would say, like, I, just, I have these, this, this vision of us. I just need to be around trees. I need more outdoors. And again, we were outdoors. We were five minutes from the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, living the time in Huntington Beach. But, I mean, <laughs> in Orange County, to find trees is like, well, you can move into a park. But then we'd just be homeless. And that's not what we wanted to do. Or we'd... <laughs> we just moved to Tennessee. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> but we were literally, I remember us sitting there going, well, what about you know, different parts of Orange County. They're more mm-hmm. like rural, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever rural mm-hmm. is Orange County. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's still pockets. They're, kind of, um, <laughs> in, you know, but it was like, we can move to Tustin, which mm-hmm. if you're not, mm-hmm. but it was like, it was more towards like these foothills and these mountains mm-hmm. or these hills. And we were like, okay. And we just, it, for me, it was just trying to fix it rather than really listen to what was happening. And then I think you started asking more questions and uh, same time going through different challenges and unique things at the current church that we were at and mm-hmm. um, living at, in a in a kind of me- it was a mega church um, and being a pastor at a mega church yeah. and really wanting I remember saying I really want to be in a church that's in my city yeah I mean we were driving in and I just hated the idea of commuting and like leaving the community to have to go home hmm. and I just felt we both felt like we were you know, having to just in between two places. Yeah. We wanted a kind of a full circle of, of our life to be ministry. Mm-hmm. We and wanted so, that. We want, we're craving that like congruency. Yeah. Like doing life and then doing ministry with like our neighbors yeah. and the people we. Yeah. We wanted target. to run into the people that we went to church with at, yeah. at the local grocery store. And mm-hmm. that, <laughs> that wasn't happening because we drove 15 minutes in right. and everyone drove from everywhere else. It was more of a commuter based mm-hmm. kind of community, you know, community and, it just wasn't what we desired. Like mm-hmm. we were just like, what do we do with this? And we were asking those questions mm-hmm. and, um, and I think it, it took some difficult times in, in the, in, in the church and where I was at, um, that God really started opening my eyes and using you. Um, but you would come to me and say, Hey, <laughs> what about leaving? What about if we stepped out of church? And I remember having a very strong reaction, um, probably leaving the house at different times. Um, there might've been some, some steam coming off my head because I, I didn't know what to do with that. Yeah. I really didn't because I had seen my whole life, my whole identity in one direction. I mean, hello, I have like two degrees and it's all like Christian ministry. Right. <laughs> and it was like, you want me to do what? I'm like, this is what I do. This is what I do. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, I connected myself so much to my job. And my identity was so rooted in what I did. And um, I didn't even realize at that point that I had, in an unhealthy way, um, connected myself to, um, in some ways, trying to find significance and everything by what I did as a pastor in in the people I was serving. Hmm. And um, that that took a toll on me and uh, took a toll on us, Mm -hmm. quite honestly, and wasn't a fun time um you know and we were you know through that but through that we started plowing into it and did marriage counseling did different things but i think ultimately through that process through some difficult situations at at, um that we were going through and these cravings that we were having um it really caused me then to shift my mind and say what are we doing Hmm. and i think we started conjoining um our 
you know, God brought our hearts together. Yeah. Um, and where I needed to go through that process though. Absolutely. I think that's the beauty. Like we're still individuals. Yeah. You know, I think so much of our journey was like untying codependency of like, I remember feeling like I have this idea, but if you didn't agree or if you didn't see the vision, I started to feel like I was a little bit crazy. I think that's been one of the healing things in our, in our marriage and is also like we hear, we hear, we have awakenings at different times and God speaks to us in different seasons, but to be able to celebrate that in one another and yeah. So we came, we did, we kind of started being like minded. Yeah. And we had to, we had to both allow each other that space to like one, I needed to be heard that like, this is a big deal. Like this is a big, scary step to leave what I know Mm -hmm. for what, Mm. um, what does that even mean? And for you, I need to do, and I need to do a job of listening to you Mm -hmm. and, um, and just listen to what you were trying to say, not trying to like, because it was bringing up things and igniting things in me mm-hmm. because it was like, whoa, what do I do? What do you mean? But I just needed to listen to what your heart was trying to say and just be present with what you were, what you were saying. Um, and then, and in that say, okay, what is God inviting us into at the same time? Right. I didn't have language. I didn't even know what to do. We fumbled our way through it. Um, <laughs> thank you for the counselor that was with us for a year. <laughs> But helped us really teach us some really good tools. And in that, I think we really learned how to listen to one another and Mm -hmm. not have to like pick up anything. Like, you know, we didn't have to pick up anything that, that if you were to say something to me about a dream that you had of like desires, maybe to even step out of church ministry vocationally and all that, I I could listen, but not necessarily have to pick that up. Yes. That wasn't mine to kind of carry and fix, Mm -hmm. which is my tendency and all men's tendency typically. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but yeah, that was our process and, and it just, God really fused our heart through that hard work. And we really looked at each other and said, okay, if we're going to do this, what does this, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm trying to think of there, was there a, was there a light bulb moment? Um, mm-hmm. I feel like God specifically with me has to beat me over the head <laughs> again and again. To me that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We can figure that out right yeah. now. We've I have had, my own stubbornness. I yeah. don't know if you know that. N- okay. quite, yes. Yeah. Um, but it does. It feels like I just, it was a lesson that, and it was through pain. And that's what I was mm. like, oh. but it was through that, that hard kind of difficult season that he awoke and just, I remember waking up one day and we were still working at the church. You, you know, we were still like, we were having good conversation. And I remember thinking, what happens if we were just to do this different, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, kind of, I started listening and I started asking the same questions mm-hmm. after, as you, you were. And, um, what would it look like if, you know, I started using this phrase, I want to be a pastor, but not get paid from the church, yeah. you know, cause if I were to read scripture and to really understand study in which I was, uh, <laughs> like, I just say that, you know, like what happens if I were to not get paid to read my Bible? Like, and I, and because I had done that for 15 years. Right. And it's so easy as a pastor's um, to kind of just do that um, because that's your job. Yeah. And I wanted it to be my first love. Kind of strips the joy sometimes out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so easy to kind of make my, my spiritual life, my, my ministry, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but what happens if the ministry goes away? Mm -hmm. And that's absolutely what happened Mm -hmm. is that I, I was sat there going, wow, who's Jesus? 
Hmm. And I had to ask that question. Mm-hmm. And in some ways had a crisis of, wait, what is this thing? What does this mean outside of this, you know, structure that I lived in? Yeah. And um, that was post. And when we moved to Tennessee, but those were the things, those are the scary things that I knew that I was going to have to face. Mm-hmm. What are some of the biggest things you would, you would share, encourage listeners with about, um, you know, we kind of stepped out in this, we call it like our trusting scare journey. Yeah. Um, we quit jobs. I had just written a book and was speaking everywhere. The boys were in school. We had all of our, you know, my brother and sister-in-law were down the street, like all of our families there. And we just, we just said, we're going to, we're stuck. We just felt this stirring here and we didn't have answers. We <laughs> totally flipped the trucked. table over we, and said, we're out of here. Like yeah, no, we, we, we just trucked out, we just trucked out in faith. And, um, what yeah, has I, that, what has that been like? And how, what do we, what have we learned in that? What are we still, what are hmm. we still learning in that? Yeah. I will make a comment and say that it, it wasn't, we talked about it. It wasn't that easy. It wasn't, it wasn't like a wake up one day and this is what we're doing. And like peace out family, it was like no, it was we a slow it was a slow, listening. slow, slow process, and we asked a lot of questions, kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. in a blatantly sometimes, but also subversively, mm-hmm. like, hey, we're thinking, mm-hmm. you know, like we were trying to mm-hmm. end that process because we didn't know what was happening, yeah. and we, and at the same time, until like two weeks before we even left, I was still applying for jobs in California. You know, we, cause we didn't know, we didn't, we didn't know, but, um, so making that step and making it, what did, what have we learned? Um, I don't know if this podcast, how long, how long do podcasts usually last? Yeah, right. Cause there's we, a lot. We don't have for, there's um, a lot. We, Ooh, that's a great question. Um, hmm. man. I would say what, what kind of I just said, and um, for me, the one thing that I had um, really made um, my significance, you know, centered in was in what I did, mm-hmm. and it was it was in being a pastor. But I think that goes beyond, you know, um, who is ever listening to this right now. Because it, it doesn't mean you're. I mean, it can be anything, mm-hmm. and um, it really is. It, you can put so much. You can you can tie yourself so much to what you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I started really, I just started sitting. And um, there was times when I wasn't having, for two months I didn't have a job when mm-hmm. we moved to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, we knew we could survive for two months. Um, you know, with the money that we had and everything, we, we can do two months. Um and, um, but I mean, there was a lot of stillness and I was applying, I mean, before we even moved from Tennessee to, to uh, from California to Tennessee, I had applied for a hundred jobs yep. and never once got a call back. Yep. And, and I had when, applied for jobs and we you applied for jobs people. and like, uh, you know, it was like, okay. And, um, like I didn't have a promise of a job or a job lined up when we moved here. Mm-hmm. We literally stepped out and going, all right, God, here you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of like um, Abraham, we knew not where we were going, but just who we were following. Yeah, and we had this promise, and you know this grandy kind of like this, this dream that God had given him, but yet, how long did that take right. for that to, to happen? And I think there was a process of refinement, and I think that's where I am. Right? Refinement as a whole, it's not just a two-year process. Yeah. You can't put a you can't put a time frame on that. But 
for me and, and what I've learned is um, it's been so healing to really like just sit and go, who am I not in what I do? Yeah. Uh, separate from what I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause you, you know, you see me like I've worked at a hardware store. Mm-hmm. I have, <laughs> have I have um, uh, built a wall for mm-hmm. a neighbor, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I have, um, been a bartender at a local brewery and I, I tried to sell health insurance um, and the keyword tried. I, I, I have done anything and everything. Again, at some point you got to pay the bills um, in this pursuit of God, what do you have? What do you have for me? Yeah. Ha- have for me. And in that, I remember working at the hardware store stocking or doing different things and going, I was somebody. Like oh, I, I, I had an office. I had a computer. <laughs> I had business I, cards. I had business cards. I never used them, but I had them. Um, I, I had all of this mm. stuff and I had it, you know, I could take people out to lunch and, you know, and all this stuff. Yeah. And we were comfortable. Yeah, we were, we were totally comfortable. I had all this stuff, but in that process, I remember I was doing inventory. So, um, if you don't know what doing inventory at a hardware store is, it literally means counting hammers and tape measures. You were living your best I life. I was doing it. Right? It was awesome. I actually loved it because I love going to Home Depot. That's my like, uh, I just walk up and down the aisles. Um, but I remember sitting there counting and just going, oh, my goodness. Like, hmm. what am I doing? Like, hmm. what is this? Um, but then I also knew God was doing a deeper work. Yeah. And trusting that process. And I'm, I'm going to, you know, my journey is not, our journey is still, I don't, we don't believe like, um, I don't feel like it's done. I still feel a little bit in the wilderness per se. Yeah. But, um, cause for those listening, we, you know, we trekked out here and it's just been two years and, um, circumstantially it has been probably the hardest, but, but most beautiful seasons, but, um, we can honestly say we're so untethered to stuff and circumstances and we're learning what it is to have our souls be well. Absolutely. Um, so that has been, I feel like we've learned that everything is a gift, mm. you know, mm. um, when people show up with groceries, it's a gift. When we get to just sit and have a family dinner outside in the patio, it's a gift. Um, I think our gifts are, we're seeing them so much different than what we, how we expected the gift to be in this cushy job or this paycheck or this consistency, you know, um, I've seen, I've seen this whole life open, open and really. Yeah, it, it's been in the, like the slowness. Yeah. Like it has been stillness and like, there's times where I'm like, well, I don't have a job or why isn't this happening? Um, and a friend shared this question with me once and it's been just resonating in my brain and it's like what is God inviting you into at that period yeah so rather than seeing circumstances as because yeah mm-hmm. like as this horrible thing but it, it also God can use whatever he wants his you know for mm-hmm. his glory mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's using it to ultimately shape and make me into the person that I'm I was made to be absolutely that he created me to be and so I think there's just been times of like I just felt like I needed to be busy. I needed to do stuff. And I would try. We've tried. Like there was times like, again, applying to jobs and nothing getting back. Mm-hmm. I mean, you tell people all the time, I used, I applied to work at a bounce house place. Mm-hmm. And um, which I thought was awesome. Um, just like use my people skills. And I didn't, ha- I didn't. And I remember getting, I remember coming to laughing going, 
I, I got I got rejected from yeah. a bounce house place, and um, but there's been these seasons of like where it's just been quiet, and trusting that quiet, and trusting him in the quiet. Yes, which is so 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 hard. It's so hard. As we as we kind of you know close, what we're already done. I know, I know. We're having that much fun. Oh wow. Uh huh. Um, what are some? What is an encouragement that you would? say to somebody maybe who is in that waiting space or maybe in their trusting scared journey they're believing that they've heard God say something but they're not seeing circumstances match up what would be your encouragement I I say to bring it back to the beginning Psalm 23 um and I, I really for me it's like what is God inviting you into in that season? Mm-hmm. That he is present, that he is near. Um, and it might not be in the ways that you have always um, traditionally in your in the faith that you've always done in the expressions and the, you know, it, he might be calling you to experience him in a new, fresh way. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't mean that your faith isn't working. Mm-hmm. It just means that God is a deep, deep mystery, mm. and there's more of Him that He wants you to know. Yeah. And so, um, and that's the greatest joy you can have in this world. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Thank Look you. at you. I love you. I love you. Thanks for being on. The journey it's continues. My pleasure. There we go. <laughs> I'm glad to be. As always, thank you for taking time out of your space and your um, day to join us here at Pasture Experience Podcast. I hope that you were able to, during our time, um, just listen to yourself and experience a new nugget of how the shepherd is inviting you and meeting you. Um, And I'd love to just end our time uh, reading Psalm 23 over you as you go about your day. May you know that he is with you, regardless of what your circumstances look like. Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. And surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Grace and space to you today.